like I'm on the Heisman watch. That's gotta be what would describe, symbolize I've got. Skill, four times the talent around me. Desmond Howard playing for Howard, just tell me how can I be stopped? This Allen Ivy at an Ivy cottage. They can't check me. I don't practice my class too hard. Nigga, me, my swag is grown. Okay, 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 okay. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 91 of Electrified. I'm your host, Eric Lyons. Listen, I apologize for not dropping on Friday or Saturday. I'm sorry that didn't happen. I'm here now. And we have things to discuss, man. Uh, obviously, we're going to get into the everything Wilder, Wilder versus Fury 2, and, you know, beyond all ex- aspects of the fight, uh, reactions and everything, we're, we're going we're gonna to cover it all today, man, we're going we're gonna to really break, get into this, I also want to talk about a potential scrap between uh, Leila Ali, who hasn't fought since 2007, uh, that could be huge, so we're going to talk about that, um, I want to talk about uh, Floyd Mayweather's greatness because I feel like you know uh, every I feel like every big fight somehow Floyd's name gets brought up and and I really don't think a lot of people especially younger people really didn't get to appreciate his greatness while he was active especially in his prime and some people still don't understand so if you don't understand like obviously you can go watch the tape that's the best thing you can do go watch the tape but we're gonna talk about it here. Um, also, I want to get into the try to break down the NFL uh, CBA thing as best as possible because there are a lot of moving pieces with that. So that's going to be a thing. And then I'm going to wrap up with the XFL's progress because I think that's more important to me than the actual games. Like I've, re- I've, I've been trying to keep up with it, but I really haven't. Like I've been catching you no know, glimpses here and there. But um, I think that. Especially with this being the inaugural season, I think for me, as far as covering the XFL, I think my concern is more the numbers, you know, ratings, attendance, and all that good stuff. It's it's about can this league continue to prosper? So I'm and, and then uh, and then honestly, I think the gameplay for me is second nature. Like that's second. That's that's that ranks second on level of importance. So let's get into the fight, man. Before we get to everything, let's get to the fight. So it was what it was. Let me tell you something. I was very surprised. And very disappointed, man. I'm a big Deontay Wilder fan. I mean, I don't like. I don't think I dislike Tyson Fury, but I'm not really a Tyson Fury fan, like you know. So, yeah, I was rooting for Wilder. I'm sorry. I'm not sorry. Um. So yeah, man. I I've been watching Deontay Wilder since 2014. So six years. I've never seen him look like that before. Not even just getting dominated. I'm just saying, like. He just didn't look like himself. And I saw I wasn't the only person who felt that. A lot of people on Twitter said that. And I don't know what it was, but just, I don't know. I just, the vibe, the energy I felt, I just didn't, felt a little off. It felt a little off. Looking at him, he just didn't look like himself. And then now that he's coming out and saying, because it almost looked like he wanted to say it after the fight, but he stopped himself. You know, he said no excuses. But if... The thing with the costume he had on, he said it was around, what, 45 pounds. If that really did have an effect on his legs and, like, that caused some trouble for him, I can believe that. Like, a lot of people are calling him. We're going to get into that as well, but I don't know. If if that was really the case, that's kind of crazy. But let's get into 
first, before we get into any of that, let's talk about the fight itself. So, Tyson Fury did what he said he was going to do. He did it. He put on all the weight, came in at 175, very heavy, the heaviest he had been in two years, and he said he was going to march forward and do what he did. He did that. I'm not I'm not taking that away from him. I won't, I don't think I'll take that away from him. Um yeah, no, I'm not going to take that away from him. But what I will say is to uh to to just to the whole Wilder looked off thing. You can look at the punch stats. Let's go back to the the uh the first fight. Total punches thrown for Wilder was two uh 417 and Fury threw 332. Wilder threw 137 punches in rounds one through four. Then you go to Saturday, this past weekend. Wilder only threw 54 punches through almost 70 through almost seven rounds. Tyson Fury threw 135. Tyson Fury threw 332 in the first fight. Right. Wilder only threw 37 punches in rounds one through four. But you look at the first fight. Wilder threw more punches. In four rounds that Fury threw in almost seven rounds in this this previous fight, so that right there says a lot. He, he wasn't letting his hands go. Like I said, man, from the bell when the bell rang, he it just looked off to me. It just looked off to me. Um, and with the whole thing about the the eardrum bursting, I can't remember what round it was, but it was early when we when he went to the corner. You could see the blood leaking from his ear. Uh, the first thing I thought about was Mickey Ward. When he when Gotti bursted his eardrum, he walked all into the uh the 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 uh the corner and everything when he dropped him. I'm like, yo, that's exactly how Wilder looks. Like and then for him to last that long with that going on, that's impressive in itself. Because any other human being, any I, I don't think I would have been able to continue with my eardrum bursted. And then you gotta look, man, he was spitting out blood like it was like water. Like it was a lot going on. <laughs> it was a lot going on. And the initial knockdown was definitely a punch in the back of the head. That didn't even, it didn't even look like that really hurt him. He was more concerned about, yo, he just hit me in the back of the head. And I will say that Fury was doing a lot. He was getting away with a lot, man. The the holding, holding Wilder's head down, punching him while he was holding him, the rabbit punches. It just looked bad. The whole fight looked bad to me. It made me uncomfortable. I did, it was hard to watch, honestly. It was. It was. I wasn't entertained. Not because, you know, if it would have been reversed, I probably, it just didn't look good. It didn't look good. It didn't look good. I don't think, I don't think that, I mean, okay, Fury did show skill. He did show skill. But I don't think he looked better than he did in the first fight. I think he just beat Wilder up this fight. I think that the eardrum had a lot to do with it. And I think that. You know, I don't know what Wilder was what was thinking. I don't think that Wilder is a bad fighter. I don't even think Wilder is that terrible of a boxer that you guys are trying to really make him out to be now that he has a loss. Um, I don't know, man. Something just was off Saturday night. Uh, but overall, I mean, Tyson Fury did what he had to do, man. He came in so, and, and did what he said he was going to do. I, I, I'm not, I'm not taking that away from him at all. Crazy display of, of power and, and, you know, of a strategy, man. He clearly knew what he wanted to do, and he executed that. Um, let's see. But here, here's my thing. Here's my thing. I just don't understand. Okay, 
Also, before I get out of the fight, I'm glad that the corner assistant threw in that towel because, bro, that fight should have been over like three rounds before the for the uh, the stoppage. I don't care if Wilder wanted to go off, you know, go out on his shield, but we've lost too many boxers uh, in 2019 alone for anybody to be going out on their shield. No, that fight needed to be stopped, bro. You have a family and you want to make it to the next fight. You know what I mean? Like, and you want to make it to life after boxing. You don't want your brain scrambled for no reason. You know, at that point, you know, it's really nothing you can do to come back. Uh, you're off, and you can't even find your footing. So there's no way that you're going to get that big punch off that you want, that you're going to need to. So, yeah, man, throw on the towel. The fight's over. The fight is definitely over. Fortunately, I think the ref did a bad job. I think the ref should have stopped it, to be honest. He should have been jumped in because he, he wasn't, it was nothing he could do at that point. It's not that he was just surviving. He was just surviving. And I give him a lot of credit for surviving as long as he did. But, yeah, it was time to, it was time to stop that. But um, here's my thing, man. Here's my thing. I, I don't want to do this, but I have to. I feel like... Let me read what... Uh, for, first, this was actually pretty surprising to me. Let me read what Floyd posted on Instagram after the fight. This is really good. He posted a picture of Deontay Wilder. He said, win, lose, or draw, Deontay is our brother that has accomplished many triumphs. And as a community, we should all uplift him and support him throughout it all. No matter what, you're still a winner in my eyes, King. That's real right there, man. That's real right there. That's real. Let me tell you something, bro. Watching watching, uh. Social media, especially black people, I'm uh, it's uh, I'm sorry, I have to do it. <laughs> I have to do it because this is what I feel, man. I, I feel like this is just it was just crazy to watch everybody turn on Deontay Wilder in a matter of 24 hours. You know, what like Wilder was not has never been the the back end of a joke before. Honestly, I was like. As far as like black Twitter goes And you know black black uh, Sports fans like uh, Me personally I've never seen Wilder be the back end Of a joke Wilder's uh, Meme was uh, To this day and in that moment He was answering a question Defending the black community like Wilder's a stand up guy and he Rides for the black community I, that's why It was confusing to me to see everybody Turn on him like that I Personally didn't think the memes were funny like I wasn't retweeting anything like uh, the the voiceovers, all that stuff. It wasn't funny to me because I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like what I saw. I didn't. I don't. I didn't want Wilder to lose, especially in that fashion. This is a guy I'm a fan of. This is a guy I admire outside of the ring. Like I, I, I like Wilder as the as the boxer, but I like Wilder the man as well. And a lot of people may not feel like me, but okay, <laughs> that's on you. If you guys thought it was funny, that's fine. I didn't personally. Not me. I didn't, and and honestly, I don't think that the UK uh, supporters would have done this to Tyson Fury if he went out like that. I don't think they would have been reposting memes and joking uh, uh, Tyson Fury for losing and and calling him trash and and saying it was about to like it. It got really bad, bro. It got really bad, and I didn't understand why. It's just like it's his first loss, and. This man has been champion for how long now? Like, and and this is how you guys uh, treat him, man. That's that's hard. That's hard. That's harsh. 
That's really harsh. I didn't like any of that. I didn't like any of that at all. No way, man. That's not cool. That's not cool. That's not cool. But it's just like, it's sad that in our community, it always seemed like we're waiting. Like like people are waiting for somebody to fall. Like they're waiting. It's just like they don't want to see somebody have too much success. Like people love to see Floyd get picked on or, or would have loved to see Floyd lose. Like, I don't know, man. I just feel like if we got somebody at the top of their game, top of their sport or whatever, I feel like we should be backing them 100, 1,000%, riding with them through win, lose, or draw, especially somebody like Deontay Wilder. He doesn't get in any trouble outside of the ring. He's a family man. He stands up for the community. I don't get it, man. I don't get it. I just think that I just thought it was crazy to watch everybody turn on him like that, and then already count him out for the for the next fight. And and let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. If we talking about if honestly, I don't think Deontay Wilder is anybody to make excuses for a loss. I don't think so. I don't think that he he he's going to tell you that the reason he lost is because his his costume was too heavy. Could that have played a part in his body, like legs? Possibly. I mean, if anybody has worn a weight vest for a certain amount of time, or rank, you feel that. I've worn a 15-pound weight vest before and gone running. My legs are on fire. So I could only imagine a man of that, that stature, first of all, putting on a costume probably, what, 20, 15, 20 minutes before his ring walk, I'm just just taking a guess here because it looked like it took a while for that to get on and take off. So you got to think. Let's say he put it on ten minutes before it was time to walk out. Tyson Fury's uh, ring walk was very long. So this is like twenty five minutes just really standing with forty to forty five pounds of costume, whatever material it was. That was pretty heavy, man. So his his legs might have been a little off. Is that the reason he lost the fight? No. But could that have played a part? Absolutely. That's like when you look back at like deflate gate. Like I said, the balls may have deflated, but that didn't stop. I don't think that was the reason that the Patriots put 40-something points on the Colts' heads. It could have been a factor. Possibly. Possibly. So, I think that, like I said, man, Wilder didn't look like himself. I've been watching this man for six years. I've never seen him look like that before. So something was clearly wrong. And once again, I'm not taking anything away from Tyson Fury. He did what he said he was going to do. I just think that it was outside factors, man. And 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 I saw a couple things in media that really like blew my mind. People were really giving Tyson Fury like credit for like quote unquote bringing back heavyweight boxing. Like what? Like, like giving him all the credit for what just happened over the weekend. Like, for him, like... And I just thought, like... Would Wilder have gotten the same praise had the, had the roles been reversed? Like, I don't get it, man. Like, what what, what, what does Deontay... Bro, Deontay Wilder has had... He had, the, he had the fourth longest undefeated streak in heavyweight history. At 43 straight wins. Uh, Ten title defenses. 
Well, 11. And he was, he was WBC champion since 2015. 2015. I was a senior in high school. And if I think I think when he won it, it might have been early 2015. If I'm not mistaken. So I was probably still a junior. Being a, a, a rising senior in high school. So, bro, <laughs> it was a long time ago for him to be holding that WBC strap. And you have to think. In that time, what was going on in the heavyweight division? The Klitschko run was almost over. Then you get Tyson Fury and Joshua all running from this man. Wilder just kept fighting guys. Knocking guys out, bro. And they waited. You know, Fury waited. You know, Fury had his thing. But before he had his thing, he was still ducking at work. They didn't want to fight that man five years ago. AJ still don't want to see him. Even after what Fury did. Because I'm going to tell you something. Wilder did, you know, Wilder did... Invoke the rematch clause And I'm happy he did Because I really think that It's gonna go way different Hopefully it's in summertime Like August Like the end of August Or something like that Because I don't know How long it's gonna take him to recover That's why I thought They would've like Pushed it back to maybe Fall Winter But if, if it is You know for the summertime I hope he's healthy and, and I hope he's ready to go But I think the result Will be different I think the result I think, I think that Wilder I think I don't I don't think that Tyson really did much for me to be like, ah, nah, I don't think it's happening again. I don't think Wilder has a chance. You know, people are <laughs> people are writing Wilder off and it's really crazy to me. After one loss. After one loss. I don't think that's fair. I don't think that's fair, man. Especially with a guy with his Knockout power his, his, The way his hands are set up You know I don't think anybody Really Told AJ to get out of here After he lost to Ruiz He got his redemption I think Wilder deserves That same respect But People ain't gonna give it to him man It's crazy It's crazy to me It's definitely crazy to me Uh, I You know I, I'm excited for the third fight I put my, all my money on if, if gambling, if online betting was uh, legal here in Maryland, I put the whole house on Wilder in, in, uh, in the third fight. I'm guaranteeing it. He's winning that. He's he's going to win the third fight, impressively. And then we can go. We can go get the belts from AJ. That's how I feel. But congratulations to Tyson Fury, man. You you did you executed your game plan. Not taking anything away from him. No sir. Um, moving on. All right, so. Let's, let's go to the women's side of things Now women's boxing Isn't as big Clearly you know Obviously it's not as big As men's boxing uh, You know Whether it's TV related or money related You know they're, they're not making They're not making anywhere near What the guys are raking in Nowhere near Even Layla Ali Had made Didn't make that much money in her career She made her money outside of boxing Sponsors and then other Other things she was doing Even with her name So you look at A, a young up and cover Well now I'm becoming This is a three division champion 25 years old Olympic medalist in Clarissa Shields Somebody who has been running through The, the women's division And it's just like well How can we get Clarissa Shields to get like a big fight Like top money fight How can we make a women's boxing match 
bring in millions of dollars get a pay-per-view uh you know be on pay-per-view like how can we do this the answer to that is bro if Layla Lee at 42 years old who is in great shape by the way you know her and Clarissa Shield have had words over these past couple of years they've had words and it's it's getting it's getting it's getting heated it's getting heated and Layla said the bag is right let's make it happen I believe that I think this would I think this would be good for women's boxing, man. Because Layla Ali, household name, she would clearly be the A side here. I don't care what Clarissa Shields has done so far in her career. Her career, she's not a star outside of boxing. Honestly. She just hasn't gotten big yet. And it's because women's boxing is so low key in a sense. Clarissa Shields hasn't made herself a household name. You know, everybody knows Layla Ali. We do. So, that alone is a draw. The return of Layla Ali after, what, 13 years? That's like watching Floyd come back and fight. Happy happy belated birthday, Uncle Floyd, by the way. He turned 43 yesterday. So, I think this would be great for women's boxing, man. To watch a great, a GOAT go against someone who calls herself the GOAT. And also, that's so gross. GOAT. Greatest woman of all time, like quote that doesn't that doesn't come off the tongue sexy. Like that's not sexy. Just let's say goat. There's no there's no need to add W. I think that's corny. I'm not a fan of that. No, just just say you the goat, bro. Um. So yeah, man. I don't know. I think that that would be a big draw. You know, still both undefeated fighters. A lot could happen in that fight. In that fight. And I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how I would look at the tail of the tape of that. I would like to see that fight though. I would like to see that like this year. Like let's let's go ahead and do it while we're still talking about it. Like let's not forget about it because I mean Layla Ali, she's not getting any any younger, so we need to move on that ASAP. Like I would like to have that this summer. We should join hey, hey, hey. Here's an idea. I'm just spitballing here. How about this? Because let me tell y'all something. I didn't know anybody. Outside of my man, the heavyweight dude with the dreads, and the only reason I knew him is because I think he was the guy that walked out on his fight that one time. I think that was last year. Yeah, I, I recognized him. Outside of that, I didn't know anybody on that card Saturday night, man. That was a bad card for such a big fight. And there were a lot of fights on that card. I mean, the fights ended up not being that bad, but it's just like... There were no other names on the card. At least in the first time they fought, Jared Hurd was on the card. Jared Hurd was definitely on the card in 2018 when they fought. So how about we put Layla Lee versus Clarissa Shields on the Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder trilogy card. That would be beautiful, man. Beautiful for women's boxing. To be displayed on such a level that it, it it probably would never be displayed on on its own. Why not? That would be so good, bro. And and have that as the co the co main. That should be the last fight going into the main. To be completely honest. So I don't know who who we got to call here because who was Clarissa Shields with? I know she's with Showtime, but I th- who are her promoters, bro? Like oh we we, we bring Layla back. And somehow, okay, right, because that'll be that'll be a three promotional thing. So that'll be well, that's still promote PBC, but it's 
Showtime, not Fox. So that'll be Fox, Showtime, and ESPN uh, all together for a tri-promotional TV joint. Yeah, yeah, that's that's big money right there. That's big money right there. I think the people will be with that. I think the people will be invested in that fight because that's almost a main event in itself. Hey Amen. If if it happens like this, somebody gotta pay me. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need a little bit of coin off of this one because it was. I don't think anybody has said this. I haven't heard anybody say this yet. Yeah, that that would be fire. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think that would be a great idea. Um. All right, moving on. So here's 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 what I'm thinking here. I think that a lot of people really don't really don't understand Floyd's greatness. Like when we say TBE, the best ever. Yeah, that's that's facts right there. Fifty and zero. No draws, no losses. Fought everybody. Multiple division champion. Um, no sponsors really. Like no no endorsements. It was all him, all him, all him. Like you can't take anything away from him. You can, t- and it's just like the most people. The people that really slander Floyd are the people who don't really know the sport. Like I saw a guy that just tweeted some real nonsense over the weekend after the uh, Wilder fight, which is like. He was happy that Wilder lost because he had the same BS style as Floyd. He just run around. I'm like, what? Like, first of all, Floyd didn't run anywhere, bro. <laughs> you, they just couldn't catch him. They just couldn't catch him. It's not his fault his defense was impeccable, impregnable. It's not his fault. Like, why y'all so mad for? I mean, look at like look at the track record. I, I bring this up because. It's impressive for Canelo to have bounced back and was reborn after that fight in 2013. I mean, he made Canelo look like who at a young age, you know, told him a real lesson. Made him look silly. Uh, You guys wanted him to fight Pacquiao. Pacquiao couldn't find him for a whole 12 rounds. Uh, He fought. He had a good scrap against Cotto. Uh, He beat De La Hoya, and De La Hoya is still mad about it. Uh... You know, he he, he he got Zab out of there. Beat Shane Mosley. Knocked Victor Ortiz out. Sent Conor McGregor back to UFC where he belonged. Uh and then you and then you know, the whole reinvention of himself. You go back to you know, the pretty boy Floyd era. This this is, you know, still with Golden Boy. He gets out of Golden Boy. It's money may time. And he's his own thing. You got TMT, Mayweather Promotions. He's his own promoter. Making his own money. Making his own decision. Like, what? You can't you can't knock that, bro. That is great. Nobody else in the sport has I don't think I've ever seen that magnitude of I'm gonna make my own money. And yeah, I'm not yeah, nobody else is gonna make it for me. And y'all not gonna get all of my money. Like you promote us not taking all of my money And I'm not going broke off the strength of y'all So yeah no 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 way So yeah man I just think that people need to Go back and watch the tape <laughs> Go back and watch some of those 24-7s You know go back and watch His early fights Go back and watch his late fights You know it's, it's just like I don't know man I think people really didn't get a real Like understanding of 
how great Floyd is and was. <sighs> That's just how I felt. I just felt that we needed to, we needed, to, I needed to say that. But um, let's see. Dang, we talked about boxing for a long time. All right, man, we'll be at with it next. All right, let's 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 talk about this uh the CBA thing because this is going to get. I don't I don't want to see a lockout or a uh, what's it called like a, a strike or anything like that. But bro, I don't know how this can go well. All right, if you don't know what the CBA is, it's the collective bargaining agreement. This is the thing between the like the owners and the players, like the, like you know like money and all that stuff rolled into one and with like moving forward for the next 10 years because the next cba will be going through 2030 2030 so here's what's like it's like similar to when we talked about the wnba that's basically the same thing so you know the same thing they went through is very similar to what's going on in the nfl uh once again you know they want to raise an increase in minimum salaries um they want the revenue to be raised like to I think to forty seven percent like let's see what is the what's the training camp hours limit to sixteen days of pass no more than three consecutive days like they're 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 trying to change like training camp stuff to make that safer we're improving uh working conditions mandated improving improvements to visiting team locker rooms establish standards for rehab facilities training rooms and equipment for each club. Active squad increase by one in offensive lineman development of improved safety metrics for fields. Uh, let's see, they're doing stuff. A pension pension increase. Uh, tuition and reimbursement increases for active and former players. Termination pay increase. This is like really a lot, bro. Like, there's a lot, like, the thing is, <laughs> what they're getting hung up on, I'm sure it's more than this, but what what's really, like, the fork in the road right now for this, for this, for this not being all voted on by the NFLPA, but the owners, the owners voted it, but it wasn't, it wasn't unanimous. What's going on is, I'm trying to think, was this, like, on Ballers? Yeah, because on Ballers, they were fighting for, they were voting on, like, health care. Lifelong healthcare, so this is like a part of that, but uh, then the, the, what they're getting hung up on is the 17 game thing. The thing is, the, for the 17th game, which which wouldn't go in when they they made it seem like it was going into effect this season, but at the at the earliest it would be 2021, and at the latest it would be 2023. So this wouldn't be an immediate change, but it would be a change that would be pending. Uh, so the seventeenth game, the maximum payout would be two hundred fifty k game check. The example that I saw was if Russell Wilson makes two point five million per game, why the hell would Russell Wilson play in a game where he's making two hundred fifty k? And I saw a lot of people who were like, "Oh, the rich complaining about the no." If you make fifteen dollars an hour at your job on a on a regular basis. And they tell you, you come in for an extra day, but you'll only be making $4 an hour. You going to work? Probably not. I know I wouldn't. 
If I'm making fifteen a, uh, an hour, you telling me I'm coming in for an extra day and making four an hour? You really think I'm going to come in? Nah, nah. So I didn't understand why people didn't understand why the players wouldn't be with that. Like I'm like that's an extra sixty minutes. Uh, however many snaps I'm on the field for, and the increase of me getting hurt before the playoffs, uh, is 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 pretty high. So. No, I want my whole game check. I don't want to, uh, uh, you're not going to cap my game check because you guys want to make some more money on the back end for revenue-wise. Like, it's just so much. Of course, it comes down to money. Nine times out of ten, this is what it's about. But a 17-game season, just in the scheme of things, is weird, though. Because, look, teams are going to have, what, eight home games, nine away games, or vice versa. That's weird. In itself, like, why would you want an odd amount of games? The MLB has 162 games. Uh, the NBA has 82 games. How many games does the NHL have? Hold on, I'm ashamed. I don't know that off the top of my head because I feel like I should. Um, here we go. Here we go. 82. Everybody has an even amount of games. Why would you want to make that difficult? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Same thing with the playoffs. Why? Why would you want to give one team a first round bye? Why would you want to have six wild card game? Why? You really want to have three football games and one, like, three nationally televised playoff games in one day? I love football. I do. But what time would the first game be? Eastern time The first game would probably be at 1 The next game would be at 4 Then okay well Okay well that's not as bad as I made it seem That's just a regular day of football Hmm I mean yeah that, I mean, that's a regular day of football But it's just like I don't know man 6 playoff games Like Everybody's like And that's another thing Like It's just like bro Why Why even try to win your division Like Okay cool I'll get a home game But it's a wild card game It's still like I gotta play Like Six teams have to play Three weeks of football To get to No No I don't think that's cool And I don't think we need to be adding teams Because that's just gonna open the door For mediocrity It's gonna open it Like In the NFL What are the odds of uh uh like a seven and nine or eight and eight or nine and seven Eagles team going up to uh after after Wild Card Weekend making it out and beating a Forty Niners or like the odds aren't that it's not it's not the March Madness tournament it's not the NBA it's football I just don't think it's gonna be good we don't need all those teams I don't think anybody has ever said. Man, outside of the Cowboys, man, I wish they would add more teams to the playoffs. I, I I don't think anybody said that. Now, college football, yeah, I would love to see them open it up. But football, no, we're good. NFL, we are good. We are good. We do not need more teams in the playoffs. Honestly, that's just this is just to help out the NFC East, who should all be banned from playoff contention. I don't want to see the Eagles in the playoffs. I don't want to see the Redskins in the playoffs. Damn sure don't want to see the Giants in the playoffs. And I don't want to see the Cowboys in the playoffs. There's no need. 
We do not need to see that. We are good. Whole NFC East banned from playoff contention. We are good. We are good. But yeah, man, the the, the CBA thing is going to they're going to draw this. It's going to be drawn out for a while. It's going to be drawn out for a while. I don't know when they're going to get a deal done, and I really hope that if when and if they do, this seventeen game schedule thing is not included, because then not only are they doing that, so they're they're giving us an extra game, bro. All we said was cut down the. <laughs> The preseason That's all we said Literally nobody said Give us 17 games I don't think I've ever heard Anybody say that I Once again I love football But I'm realistic here 17 games Makes no sense For anybody One uh, First round by Makes no sense For anybody It doesn't I think The one and the two seed The highest two seeds In each conference Having a first round by Makes the most sense Why does the two seed Need to play In wild card weekend For what that's not interesting. It's just it's just extra football that they don't need to be playing. Seriously though, like why? Like what if the Chiefs? Like yeah, like this past season the Chiefs would have been playing Wild Card Weekend. The Packers would have been playing. Like why? It's no need. They they had a great season and they deserve a bye. Like come on, bro. Come on. But I think you know shortening the preseason was all we really asked for. But my thing is with that, you know, the third and fourth pre first, bro. The big starters aren't even playing in preseason games. The preseason is not for the starters. It's really not for the fans. It's more for making these roster cuts. Who's going to be making these teams? And the preseason is important to guys in the league who aren't stars. So I'm not I don't I don't think we really need to chop the preseason as a whole because guys win and lose their jobs in preseason. Even Hall of Fame. If you go back and look at Terrell Davis rookie year. He made a play on special teams that catapulted his career. So, and this is a preseason game. So, the preseason is important, bro. I'm not, I, I, it, it doesn't mean anything to me. I mean, I went to a preseason game to see my Packers. But it, I was I was pissed that Rodgers didn't play. Because that was like really my, I really wanted to see Rodgers play. I've never seen him play in person. That's why I'm going to make a pilgrimage to Green Bay this year. That's like top priority for me but i um i don't know i just i just think that 17 games is unnecessary my guy jarvis landry said y'all better get y'all xfl packages ready that's a he said it not me um (laughs) speaking of the xfl let's take a look at what's going on in the xfl because we're seeing an increase in attendance, which is great, and a decrease, a steady decrease, a steady decline in television ratings. I, like it's just I don't know how to feel about that because I think okay they're filling up seats because I know last week week two when I watched a little bit of that Seattle Dragons game, there were a lot of people at CenturyLink Field. There were twenty nine thousand and some change. And that whole lower bowl was pretty full. I was really impressed. And uh, I was watching Monday Night Raw that Monday. And I saw, they were in Washington. I saw uh, Seattle Dragons jersey and hoodie. Like, Washington, Seattle, they're they're all in on the Dragons. Um, And St. Louis football returned to St. Louis uh, week three this past weekend. And they set an attendance record of 29,554 people. So, that was big. 
Um, and then just it's just a steady increase of total attendance. Week one they had sixty nine thousand eight hundred one. Um, 818 people Week 2 They had 76,285 uh, people And then this past weekend They had 81,992 people The only thing is The TV ratings are dropping You know The average across the league Was like 1, in, one point something Last week it was 2 point something And then you start off hot with the, I think it was what 3 and some change Like it's just like I don't know how to feel about that Because It's not I don't think anybody expected the TV ratings to be through the roof. To be honest, I think come playoff time, like uh, mid, like end of March, mid March, getting close to April, I think that the TV numbers will go back up, like up, up. I think people will be more intrigued by playoff time. I mean, because you think about it, March Madness will be winding down, so it wouldn't really be anything else on. That's another thing. March is. Shh, I didn't think about this. Yeesh Yikes Yikes Whoo I just had an epiphany as you can hear How is the XFL going to survive March Madness Jeez I mean granted everybody's not a basketball fan Or even a college basketball fan But people watch March Madness man March Madness, yeah. People watch March Madness. I think that I don't think the attendance will really suffer, but yeah, those TV ratings are going to go through something, big time, big time. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting. I mean, but I don't. There aren't really. Well, we have to look at the the weekend. I mean, we would have to look at the schedule, the March Madness schedule, because. You know, a lot of games in the earlier rounds are played during the week, but they are still weekend games. So, who knows, man? That's going to be interesting to see. But I don't think the attendance numbers are going to take a hit. I think they're going to they're gonna be all right. Like I said, man, it's interesting to watch uh, how this league is doing. Because, like I said, outside of the AAF, I'm young. I wasn't outside when the first XFL was going on, so... But so this is the closest thing, to, you know. This is my first developmental league watching grow with my own eyes. So it's interesting to see the numbers. It's interesting to see people there live actually seeing the turnout is really impressive to me. I was genuinely taken aback when I was watching a Seattle game. I'm like, bro, look at how many people are here right now to see a team, two teams full of guys they have never heard of. Like that is beautiful, man. Beautiful For the love of the game man For the love of the game And with that That's a wrap ladies and gentlemen Episode 91 is in the books Uh, I'll be back on Friday For episode 92 We'll we'll see how the rest of the week pans out And see what we have to talk about If there isn't much to talk about I might not be back till next week But we will see we will see. Uh, shout out to Stadium Scene TV, of course, man. Uh, shout out to my new followers on Instagram and Twitter, and uh, all the you know all the other podcasts I've been connecting with over the weekend, man. I would love, I cannot wait to collab with uh, you guys and everything, man. Thank you guys for the support. Uh, thank you to the listeners, subscribers, everything, man. March is gonna be good for us, man. I promise. Uh, so with that being said, man, I'm Eric Lyons, and for the ninety first time, you have just been. 
electrified.